Locked on Bulldogs, welcome. We got John Garcia. It was an early signing period, and the dogs got some dogs on this squad, and the transfer portal was also good to us. We're going to talk about last year, just a little heads up, we asked this man over here, John Garcia, who his dude was from this class, and he gave us Michael Williams, and it turns out he knew a thing or two. We're going to ask him the same thing this year and see who we got next on Locked on Bulldogs. You are Locked on Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back in Locked On Bulldogs. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online, your official sports book for all this bull season. And today we welcome on John Garcia, who's back on the show. Uh, John, how is life down in the only place in the country that's above zero <laughs> degrees right now? Can't complain in that regard. Certainly, uh, it, it's good. It's it's this this year is is a weird intersection of signing day, bowl season, portal. Yeah. Christmas in two days. It is it is wild to have all this going on simultaneously. So I'm I'm writing stories and wrapping gifts, you know, back and forth. So it, yeah. it's beautiful. Cannot complain <laughs> at all. Yeah, and uh, this year you got you got a very very special Christmas. Your first time go around uh, with a little one, so that's awesome. Okay, so John, this this class is in the fold. There was no huge surprises for Georgia. We got who we thought we were going to get, and maybe the only surprise, quote unquote was uh, maybe a five-star kid that that really was the cherry on top of this class in Damon Wilson. Uh, so just overall, we, we had you on last year. We asked you about this class, and we're going to do the same thing. We're going to hit rinse and repeat top to bottom. If you're a Georgia fan, how do you feel about this class? Oh, you're ecstatic. I mean, this, this is a replenishment of the areas you need to hit. It, it is a master class particularly in defensive recruiting, but simultaneously, yes, I think George is answering a lot of questions here. I mean, if if you talk to somebody in Dallas, Texas, let's say, and you say, hey, what does Georgia need to bring in to get you a little bit more, uh, get, get higher on the Bulldogs? I don't know how much higher we can get, but how can you get higher on the Bulldogs? Well, you would say, okay, well, probably – a little bit more speed and a, a replenishment of the skill positions. Maybe pass catchers, a versatile group of pass catchers to really open that offense up a little bit. Okay, well, there's Tyler Williams, 6'3", 200 pounds. He could be uh, a George Pickens type at the end of the day. Ooh. Oh, well, here's Pierce Sperlin, a hybrid tight end, jumbo receiver. We don't even know what he is, but he's going to go catch a, a bunch of passes. And then there's this – the rest of the pass catcher group is – Rock solid. Anthony Evans brings absolute uh, surefire speed. Yes. Haynes from Pennsylvania brings more balance to that receiver core, can do a little bit of everything. Think a little bit of uh, maybe a Riley Ridley type. So you bring in a diverse group of pass catchers, lost and lucky on top of it at tight end. Uh, that brings you a ton of diversity and a lot of playmaking on top of it. But everything else is kind of stock. But when you're talking about Georgia, or Alabama, or Ohio State, when you start to talk about stock, it means instant impact players and true difference makers. And this defensive class in particular, again, it's just crazy. Um, I mean, the edge group of Wilson and Impemba is just kind of gross to think about. I mean, <laughs> two, they, they're both similar, right? They're both yeah. electric first-step guys who 
are still relatively raw technically. So when they do come along and the technique starts to mirror that natural talent, it's going to be really crazy to see them all together. And then we talked about it all cycle with you, Clint, uh, the secondary class. We love it. We love it. I mean, you've got as polished and technical a corner as there is in A.J. Harris. And then you've got uh, a variance of size and versatility elsewhere with Daniel Harris, I love Jonel Aguero at safety. I think he could play anywhere in the secondary. Justin Rett, big physical experience, yes. cover corner. I mean, you've got a, a ton to like on this class on defense. And we haven't even talked about the best linebacker hall in America with with, with Bowles, Wilson, and company. So it, it's it's really uh, kind of an embarrassment of riches to talk about Georgia. And, and it's remarkable because – you're still doing it year in, year out. I think we take it for granted when it's Georgia, when it's Bama. Some of these schools, we we just assume, yeah, they're going to figure it out and it's going to be a great yep. class and it might be number one or two at worst. And then we just kind of move on so much so that we don't even talk about the great victories on signing day, the great close to this Kirby Smart class because it's so expected. And that alone is really remarkable in this day and age of, everything changing in recruiting over the last five years yet and still a few things remain the same uh that's exactly right one of the things this year was different for georgia and i think georgia fans may have missed out on this seasons prior we were anticipating a kirby flip somewhere along the lines where he surprises us signing day you mentioned a cat you 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 mentioned the name jorge pickens we we call him jorge uh (laughs) and and you said we might have another cat just like him and i'm going to get to the receivers here in a moment but I think this year, what was so incredible to me about this Kirby class is by noon, it was it was kind of boring by noon, <laughs> right? Every all yeah. the expected things happened where years prior we were we had a good base and we were expecting that George Pickens flip or that, that clay flip or or something like that. And this year, all the guys that were in were in. We added that cherry on the top at the end. We might have more to come with an even freakier pass catcher if that's possible at tight end like I I don't get how this is all the reality but really quick uh two things you mentioned the DB class and and it was clear to us Kirby has a blueprint um he's going to coach up trenches and 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 getting guys on the line scrimmage but he knows uh he said it two years ago people keep on telling me I can't keep opponents to under 13 points who says (laughs) <laughs> and he went out and got edge guys and DB guys. And mm-hmm. this DB class, y'all, I, I have feels right now for Guerrero. I think that cat is going to be, you, you mentioned it anywhere, safety, star. He's going to be a Bullard type dude. He is a, a heat-seeking missile. And then, yeah, AJ Harris, just my goodness. Watching film on him and the technique is unbelievable. So I can't wait for that. And then pass catchers. All three of these guys are specialized. we got balance. We got a, a George Pickens-esque guy and then just a burner. I could see them in two years being the three wide set right, right. there. You, yep. you just listed your three wide, which is insane. So Georgia fan, I know, look, Bama's going to Bama. We've said this before. He's the greatest coach of all time. And we think they're descending instead of ascending or maybe plateauing is a better word. Uh, they're still going to get their dudes. But this class, Kirby gets his guys. And what we've said time in and time out is – He's going to get tight ends. He's going to get receivers that fit the mold. And we're going to talk about maybe a couple transfers. Um, but this defensive group, these linebackers, just lastly, oh, my yeah. word. It's I, it's gross. It's it's gross. And again, this is like we want to talk about <laughs> get some DBs, get some back end help. But do you know what's really difficult when you try to layer a passing attack in college football and you have this speed at linebacker? It don't 
it don't matter if you can take the top off. Sure. Keep, keep somebody over the top, everything, all those crossers, all that mesh, all that you can't do all that tunnel screen, all that split screen. These guys are going to be eating it up all day long. Uh, we're going to come back and I am going to ask John that question of from this class, who's Michael Williams of last year's or last year's class to this year's class. But first, we'll let you know about the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration wants you to know that as you celebrate this holiday season, please do so responsibly. We have every way in the world. I mean, every way in the world. You could sleep on the sidewalk. You can get a ride home. You could sleep at your friend's house. Do not get in behind a wheel when you are drunk. If you smoke and you get high, don't do this. It's not worth your life. It's not worth somebody else's life. It's not worth the thousands of dollars you're going to pay to get out of trouble and then spend time in jail, lose a job, lose friends, lose family. It's not worth it. Drive only sober. If you drunk, if you drink and drive, you will get pulled over. You will go to jail. You may die. Please don't do it. Celebrate responsibly this holiday season. John, uh, here, let's just let's just ask the question, because uh, last year we had Michael Williams. He's showing out this year. We mm -hmm. think he's going to continue to do so. If you had to look at this class and say, not just an instant impact guy, but looking back on it, we're going to say, man, this was a gem of the class. Who would you say that is? That's it's really hard this year, right? Because you've got so many candidates at so many different positions. You could argue that the five best players in this Georgia class play five different positions. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's that's fascinating. Certainly heavy on defense. I think that's kind of the easy place to go. I, I think actually I think Roderick Robinson is a sneaky pick in that regard. He is if there's a Georgia running back in this high school recruiting class nationally, it, it was Roderick Robinson, big physical yes, downhill, but can still pick him up and put him down. And I've seen him work in seven on seven. He is very smooth uh, when the ball's in the air. He can absolutely play as a three down back, although his physical profile might tell you, hey, this is more of, of a short yardage guy. So don't don't fall into that trap. So if I was going offense, I'd go there or Tyler Williams, Tyler mm -hmm. untapped potential, former quarterback, doesn't even know how good he is quite yet. Uh, so that means his best ball is well ahead, even though mm -hmm. he was the focal point of the best one of the best teams in Florida's offense this year, Lakeland High School, undefeated state champs. He's the focal point of that group without really knowing what he's got just yet. So that that trajectory down the line, I'd probably go with Tyler first. But you know I'm going defense. You know I'm going yes, defense sir. here. Uh, again, a lot of players to choose from. I mean, Troy Bowles played safety this year for a defending state champion school in Tampa. Had mm. a bunch of interceptions. I mean, he had three picks in one game. This is a guy who's going to play linebacker in the SEC. I mean, it's remarkable what he can do. Uh, moving forwards or backwards at, at the linebacker position. But I got to go with my guy, Jonel Aguero. I, I think he's the one. If if we're really breaking it down, the combination of versatility in the secondary, you know, he was IMG's best corner last year, right? So Desmond Ricks, Jonel Aguero, all these great players. It, it was Jonel who was the best DB at IMG last year. All, all those guys and the backups signed power five between last year and this year, by the way. He was the best one he worked a lot of corner last year goes mm. back home to miss to massachusetts goes back to safety and just wreaks havoc on everyone he plays in the box he plays deep he's physical so he can bring that element of it too and then i think the the third part that when we're talking about instant impact that doesn't get talked about enough is is the physical frame you know you've got to have enough right now to at least compete on 
the biggest, baddest defense in college football. So you've got to have kind of the requisite height, weight, length requirements. And Jonell has that too. Six foot, six one, right under 200 pounds. He looks like he could bulk up and play weak side backer or stay trim and be a, a truly physical nickel or safety type. So mm. I just think the experience, the ability to play literally any DB position and the physicality to co- to go along with it, uh, I think he's just the guy that he just checks every box and then can check other boxes on top of it. So I'd, I'd go Jonel Aguero. He's going to find his way on the field some way, somehow, and, and splash along the way in 2023. Yeah, Roderick Robinson, I, I'm thrilled for this guy because I turned on the film and I had no idea – the size of this cat when I first saw him because you look at the film and you're like, Oh, this is a fleet footed going to make a man miss. And then he goes, Oh no, he's going to punish people as well. Uh, I saw him in an interview after he won the the state championship and the dude just towers over other guys. So I love that. And yes, Aguero, look, Kirby's not shy. Safety is his bread and butter. It's his, it's his favorite little pet project every single year. Malachi Starks this year is showing out next year. Christopher Smith, Tyke Smith moving on. Uh, there's going to be places. Keely Ringo is going to be moving on. There's going to be places to play. And if you're a dude that can just get out there, we've seen Malachi Starks. Kirby's not afraid. He's going to coach you up. You're going to yep. get the best development in the nation for his safety. And yes, uh, I love guys, especially we, we keep on talking. It's, it's kind of like everybody says, uh, mobile quarterback uh, that's not a thing anymore y'all like you have yeah, to be able it's just quarterback <laughs> yeah, like and if yeah. you're not mobile guess what you don't play quarterback you're now a tackle uh so when you're Agrero and you're out here I, I don't want to say he's not a safety but exactly what you said this guy can come down the box he's not afraid to bang he can go over the top just like now again hear me dog fans Every safety that will come until Kirby changes this defense. This is the mold. Malachi Starks is the mold. Christopher Smith is the mold. Uh, And you talk about frame. Uh, Look, watch the development of this cat because I think he's going to play very early on. I I do. I think he's going to get a lot of run at some safety or some dot nickel package or something like that. But further on. Uh, he does have the frame to bulk up, and I think that's what what fans miss a lot is when they see statistics and they see a cat that's 6'6", 330 at tackle. And you're like, oh, he's a physically gifted. Well, he might be actually misrepresenting that weight. He might be overweight or underweight still right. for his frame. Yep. This guy's frame, uh, I mean, y- you mentioned also Bulls, and, and I, I see Thomas Davis screaming on him mm-hmm. all day long. This guy's not far behind. I, he's not there. But he's not far behind as you look at the film. So, um, yeah, and he, and he does it at the best position. It's really wild. Uh, five-star corner that, that goes to Alabama, I think, yesterday at IMG. Uh, this guy was out playing him at IMG, which is fascinating to hear, yep. John. Um, we're going to come back after this. I'm going to ask John maybe about the transfer portal and maybe about guys that he had recruited previously. Uh, but first, this. John, we uh, we dip in the transfer portal, and again, everybody that's listening, transfer portal's here to stay. I don't know how it's going to look. I don't know anything like that. Get with the program. Yep. Dogs dip in, and we get two guys. We're losing a couple. Uh, Eric Gilbert, uh, by the way, dog fans, the only response to the Gilbert news is this. Good luck, young man. That's your only response that you have. Uh, Bill Norton. But we also go pick up Ra Ra Thomas and Dominic Lovett. Uh, when you were recruiting these guys, they're, they're bona fide SEC wide receivers right yeah. now. Give give our people. They've already done it. Okay, great. Give us give us a little insight to who these two guys are. 
I think that's the difference, right? You know, obviously when you're recruiting in high school, you're, you're projecting, right? You're projecting and, and giving these kids the benefit of the doubt on the transition that even if you go play NAIA or D3 ball, it's hard. It's hard to make that jump from high school to college. But when you bring them in through the portal, you already know what you got. And with Ra Ra and, and, and Love It, they've done it in the SEC. I mean, I think that hits even more, you know, clearly uh, in that regard. Love It was Missouri's best offensive player this year by a wide margin. I know Luther Burden got all of the pub because he was the star freshman. And look, he he looked great. He looked great. Had a great debut season. And Dove is, was a good receiver as well. But Love It was really the, the guy who got that offense going. And they didn't even throw it well. You know, that receiver core, you put him in a different situation, one of the best in the country. Um, so Love It was kind of the hidden gem of the hidden gem receiver core nationally, but still productive. Thousand yards, polished receiver, good after the catch, a guy who can uh, make plays down the field. He tracks it well. Um, not the biggest guy in the world, but it hasn't mattered. He he can win contested balls. Uh, and again, that after the catch ability is kind of savvy. It, it's not the flashiest thing in the world, but efficient and productive there. So I, I think he's a bona fide number one receiver a type for Georgia. And, and that's really the position where we've had all these questions about UGA for the longest amount of yep. time, right? Because you know the O-line's great. You know they're going to run the ball. Bennett has been stable, and the tight end room's been the best in the country. So naturally, the only question spot has been receiver. So to hit it with some experienced SEC guys is a big deal. And then Rara Thomas, bigger, more polished, more productive over the long haul, then love it. And I think that's what's so intriguing here. Uh, if Rawa was playing for other programs, he'd have been more of a household name. Mm. 6'1", just under 200 pounds. Um, he was, I would I would say between the two, no disrespect to love it. Again, great player, underrated, gem of that team. Thomas was maybe the most coveted receiver in the portal, like period. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of folks were laid on him in high school. Mike Leach, RIP, RIP Pirate. Yes, sir. He he st stole him away at the end of the process at a small high school in Alabama, and then boom, immediate production at Mississippi State. And, and we all know in that offense, you're not you're not just throwing guys out there. It's not a huge receiver rotation. It's like, hey, this is our starting five. Let's roll with these guys. And rah rah within that group over the last couple of years really emerged as, as the clear alpha. Uh, among the Mississippi State Bulldogs. So he became the most coveted receiver in the portal. Lane Kiffin was all in. Auburn was all in trying to keep him close to home under Hugh Freeze. Uh, obviously, Georgia did so as well. So uh, for him to not only become a Bulldog, but to make this decision so quickly, I thought was yeah. huge for UGA because uh, a lot of other programs were trying to get involved here, get a visit or what have you. Uh, but he was going to stay in the SEC no matter what. And he stays relatively close to home over uh, in Athens. Again, you follow Alabama native. So that's another nice feather in the cap, I think, for Georgia to get another Bama boy on the roster. Uh, that that always hits a little bit different, especially when it pans out, a la a George Pickens type yes. uh, at the end of the day. So this is great. This is when you when you are elite already and you do hit the portal, you need to A, upgrade a strength, or B, fill a hole. And I think Georgia has absolutely answered the bell with the really, really the only question we've had around this offense for the last two years. So phenomenal early identification and, of course, as usual, closing by Kirby Smart in that program to get these guys visited and committed before the rest of the world jumps in. 
Yeah, that's what's so phenomenal. You you talked about the portal, kind of what it does for your system and for your team. And uh, I like that. Upgrading a strength or filling a hole. And this wide receiver group, look, George got hurt and we didn't get a full season of him. When he yeah. was there, he was electric. <clears throat> Lad McConkey <clears throat> has had the the yips and the drops and he can get behind defenses. Dom Blaylock is coming back from an injury. Kyrus Jackson is a good underneath the blanket. So we had to have rely on big O Darnell Washington and Brock Bowers to stretch the field and do that. AD Mitchell now hurt this year. So kind of the system. Now you look at next year's wide receiver group and there are six, seven deep dudes. And I, I like what you're saying here. Polished have done it before. So really the floor for Georgia's wide receiver group is now up and has the potential to now go further over the top. Ra Ra Thomas, yeah, look at the film when he was mm-hmm. in that offense because it's electric. Uh, Dominic Lovett, to me, is just the guy when you're third and five and you need a first down, yep, you just – That's him. That's him. I, I don't know what he's doing. He's going to do an option route. He's going to do a little stick. He's going to do a slant. He's going to give me five yards. And he's under all that stuff, but he's just a ball player. So now the wide receiver group next year uh, – looks to be exactly to your point you look at the offense for georgia there's not a lot of holes there's not a lot of ways where we say hey we're going to take away we're going to take away brock we're going to take away big o and now going to make you beat us on the outside go ahead and do that next year i have no problem with you doing that uh which is quite phenomenal uh john it's always a pleasure to talk to you where can the people find you and interact with you uh yeah real simple si.com slash college where we're still tracking the end of of Early signing day, heck, Jordan McDonald, you know, the newest bulldog up uh, big time, Jordan Hall, I should say. Yeah, big time, big time player. Like, you know, this class is crazy when we didn't even talk about him. I mean, that's that's I, how good. I saw a film of him <laughs> dispatching three. He he dispatched an O lineman and then just kind of walked to the cone and touched it. It was he, savage. He is the new age inside out pass rusher that you build a whole defense around. I mean, he is yes. that darn good uh so yeah uh we're talking about him a lot of folks at si.com and of course on twitter we're talking ball every single day john garcia underscore jr uh go give our man a follow he's always well worth it hey happy holidays to you sir thank you so much for joining us this is lockdown bulldogs part of the lockdown podcast network your team every day